Hello, friends, and welcome to the Monday Show, number 11. I am your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. Roots, how's it going, brother? Good, good. Just uh, enjoying my Monday, the nice, peaceful <laughs> airplane. You know, it's it's fun. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the planes, they don't mm. stop here. They go forever, and you could literally sit here and wait for an hour for it to pass over and uh it's just not going to do it it's just going to hang out so uh the monday show plus airplanes today ladies and gentlemen so uh yeah sorry about that (laughs) uh anyway let's let's talk a little vr here uh it's while we're all here there we're here to talk about vr they're here to hear us talk about vr but there's certain things about vr that we all just kind of accept now Things we don't talk about anymore like we used to. Things that we all love about VR. For example, uh, we don't ever really talk anymore about the fact that uh, since VR, uh, now graphics aren't don't play such a, a big role into the quality of a game. You know, used to, the only way that you could increase the immersiveness in, in games is by having photo realistic graphics. But now all of us that have been in VR for years, we all kind of know and accept that you don't have to have great looking graphics to uh, to be immersed in a game. And it's all because of the, the power of VR. Another thing that we don't talk about is the way that uh, VR has, has basically made your, the genre of the game irrelevant. You used to, you had genres that you liked, genres that you don't like. And uh, ever since we came into VR, we all know now, we don't talk about it anymore, but we all kind of accept that it doesn't really matter what genre a game is. We still might enjoy it because VR has changed the game and made genres that used to be not fun interesting because there's always something cool, or most of the time, when you're going into VR, there's something cool about the experience, whether you uh, enjoy the gameplay or not. So what am I getting at here? Well, uh, I'm really what I'm trying to do here is get into uh, the games that we played this week. It's just, um, I feel like they're shining examples of what VR does from a development standpoint. And what I mean is it kind of takes the shackles off of developers and allows them to think outside the box to come up with ideas that uh, wouldn't have worked on a flat screen either because the graphics maybe not the most photorealistic looking thing in the world or the concept just wouldn't work on a flat screen but now since we have this wonderful new technology the developers can think outside the box and come up with these new concepts that we would have never uh seen before and that leads me into our first game hollowception i can't think of a better example uh, of recent releases at least of thinking outside the box from a developer standpoint uh there's a lot of things to like about this game but i really didn't enjoy anything about it more than i enjoyed how different it was this is a game unlike any other And I don't think we would have gotten a game that plays like this before VR. Roots, uh, 
Am I barking up the wrong tree here, or am I making some kind of sense to you? No, it uh, makes a lot of sense, actually. I mean, they've got games that are similar, similar um, in a sense, as far as, like, My Friend Pedro or, you know, shooters. Uh, I could see this game being okay on a flat game, but uh, the mechanics of actually swinging and you're the guy and he's mimicking you and the fact that you can zoom in and become the guy or you can zoom out and get him from a distance or you can get really close to where you can still see him um it it changes everything it makes makes everything um just a complete different completely different experience this game i i see i never understood i guess i never had the actual grenade there um but uh, i never really tried the grenade um this game shines like you said the shine uh the fact that you can do all those different things um but actually mimic and be that that puppet guy is is just unique in vr yeah it's kind of um it's hard to get used to when you when you're playing it at first it just because it's so different you know you're playing this game and you can switch between third person and first person and you can go in and out seamlessly while you're playing and for those of you that don't know this is a wave-based game uh, a wave-based combat game that uses both melee tactics as well as uh, gunplay and uh, there's lots of uh, different weapons that you can use lots of different ways to, to kill your enemies uh, some of the enemies are very easy to kill a lot of them are, are, are more difficult uh, they gang up on you and that's when it really starts to get hairy and there are progression uh, uh, progression systems basically based upon collecting things that you uh, that you get from the enemies that you kill um, but it's a unique concept basically in the way that you're switching between perspectives and even when you're in third person mode you're still using six DAV controls with the third person guy. So you're looking at the little guy on the screen that's you, but like Ruth said, if a, if a guy bum rushes him and you want to hit him, you literally swing your arm to hit him. And uh, uh, it's still a little rough around the edges, for, at least it was for me from that perspective with the, the, the third person melee was probably the most uncomfortable uh, part of the game. But still, uh, I had a deep appreciation for the fact that this is so different than anything that I've played before. Um, Roots, did you find yourself in first-person mode or in third-person mode uh, more? I switched a lot, actually. So I started out, like you said, I, I didn't really understand exactly what the hell was going on at first. I went in the actual game and was trying to grab them and throw them around a lot, trying to um you know really was it, like I, at the beginning i think it said something about throwing them down the stairs and so that i kept trying to grab them and throw them down the stairs and i was doing good i actually got to like level two or three a couple times they would drop these things and i would pick them up and i didn't know what the fuck am i supposed to do with this thing and every once in a while a portal would pop up and and i thought okay i've got to pick up a bat and and then take it back with me and then I got back, and I'm like, no, that doesn't work. That didn't do shit for me for the next round. And so, essentially, you get the the mods, right? You get these mods they drop. Like, the first one I think that starts dropping is for the gun. And so you got to grab three of them. So I drop you, um, and you can only have three slots on your chest. So 
it really is uh, go into these waves and collect what you can and go back and um, and build the arsenal, you know. And so once you get those three mods, now you can buy the gun and you can buy a gun and then you have to buy another gun. Well, you don't each round, you don't start with money. So you have to go back in and you have to earn the money for the guns and come back and buy it. Well, they graciously at least give you the baseball bat for free. So you can go every round, you can start with that bat. And once I realized how to do that um, and started whacking the suckers, man, then I would get another bat and then I started stealing guns and then I unlocked the guns with the mods. Um, and then I, I started getting the mods to um, unlock the, I unlocked the crowbar and um, I've almost unlocked uh, the grenades and something else. And I think I got to level seven and now I've got people with guns coming at me. I've got, uh, like, the, it's getting increasingly harder. The first four or five rounds are actually pretty easy. They just keep coming. You start getting people with bats, and when you've got a bat, man, you can smack the hell out of people. I thought the melee was a lot better once. I just don't think they, they need to fix the, the grabbing uh, enemies or grabbing things. I know they fixed it a little bit. Still a little rough around the edges of grabbing stuff, but it really was rewarding once I started figuring out how to take those mods and come back in. And I skipped this part. You There's an analyzer a pedestal. You come back and you put those, um, it's called analyzer pedestal, and it'll come up and you put it on there, and then it unlocks it. Once you unlock it on the board, you can buy it. And none of this is explained in the tutorial that I saw. Maybe I just skipped it. Um, it kind of alludes to it, and it shows you that you can buy stuff, but I, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, so... It took quite a while to figure out, but uh, I think this game is way better um, than I thought. And uh, after all that said, let me answer your question about the third person, first person. Um, I found once I got the gun, I really needed to go into first person a lot more to be able to shoot. Um, it's a lot harder, with even with the lasers on there, to really line up, especially with the guns. I found that I'd be shooting some of the guys with the guns in the face, and somehow I'm missing but if I zoomed in, I could really accurately get them. And so I ended up going back and forth. And uh, um, this is key when you're doing that. You really have to use that reset on the trigger or not the pushing it on the um, the joystick or else it, it gets all wonky. So you're doing that a lot. But uh, other than that, I, I really enjoyed this. And I so it's one of those things that um, it gives you a reason to go back in. And uh, it's quite addictive, actually. Yeah, it's one of those games that... Uh that takes practice and therefore it gets funner as you go. So at first you're not very good at it. It's really hard to do anything the way that you're, that you want. So it's really kind of frustrating, but as time goes on and you'll start learning how to play the game, it starts to get funner and funner and funner. And then eventually you're having a great time and you don't want to quit. Um, my experience was a little bit different than yours with the, with the, the, uh, the perspective changes. Uh, uh, again, that's that's the whole hook of the game. That's the, the, the thing that makes the gameplay so unique is how seamless it is to uh, switch in and out of first person, third person. You literally use your, your joystick, your, your right thumbstick, to push your point of view into the character and pull it back out again. Uh, it's really cool, but uh, I found it nearly impossible to fight melee from the third person view whenever i had something in my hand like the bat uh I, I really was only effective with it if i was in 
you know, first person mode. Now, if I had a gun, uh, due to the, uh, the, the aim assist, the laser <laughs> sighting, uh, of me. I could, I could pull out into third person and, and shoot pretty well. But, uh, that that was really my biggest criticism with this game is I want to play in third person more, but it was just too difficult. It was too difficult to fight, uh, especially with the melee stuff. Um, I feel like it would be um, you should have the option of uh, of like um, actual gamepad control style when you're in third person. So if you're in first person, you use your six dov, uh, you know, manual controls. But as soon as you zoom out of the body, now you have the option of just uh, hitting a button to swing and hitting a button to to to, uh, to fire. I, I feel like that would be uh, a little bit smoother, a little easier to play. But uh, again, I just think it should be an option. I don't think it should be. Could be intentional. A, could be a learning curve, you know, too. Like I, you know, I played a, a quite a bit of it, and I know um I got pretty good at at um using that bat, and uh, um <laughs> I was running around whacking them. I'm like wacky, you know, I like I was smacking these suckers on the head, dude, and I was one shotting. I mean, I I don't want to toot my horn of how good I am at Holoception, but I was one shot in these low levels, like there's nobody's oh, yeah. business. You know, you smack their head. I don't know. It was very satisfying for me. I never see. I never got the sword though. I need to get the sword and chop somebody's head off like that. <laughs> I need to do it really bad. Um, now, I I just think I I think the de the devs are uh, doing a really good job with this game. And um, I like I said, I I just if if you can make it a little bit easier to grab people, um, and then like you said, maybe make it more um easier i don't know maybe put that mode in there maybe there are people that would prefer it that way i really enjoy the fact even from a distance it it makes it difficult because you're you're it's you're trying to control something from a distance that you're you know what i mean it's it's weird it's yeah. a different mechanic it's hard to explain uh without being in it and that that's the beauty of it that's what i was alluding to at the top it's so different than anything else and i do want to reiterate that these are my first impressions i've only had one play session in this i played it for about uh i don't know 75 90 minutes something like that not nearly as much as roots has so i, I may may would need to play it more and get better at it uh, but um you're right with the with the uh the one shot kills with the ball that 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 felt great uh and i was pulling it off quite a bit but it was always in first person mode it was never in third person it seemed like in third person i was just kind of beating somebody's body to death on the ground where in first person i was literally beheading these dudes with a ball bat and uh it was a lot of fun when uh when it came time to, to stop i didn't want to stop and uh definitely something i'm looking forward to getting back into and just a, a big kudos to the developers on this game again for thinking outside the box doing something different in vr and uh it's just uh one of the many many things i love about vr is it allows the uh developers to have this kind of freedom to put together these new concepts for games and uh i can't wait to see what uh what's coming next for this game
Yeah, I you know it's funny. I had saw some comments in the Discord, our Discord, and they were saying, uh, you know, I the game looks cool, but I you know I'm waiting for more reviews. I'm not sure, and I and I of course I've played quite a bit of it. And I was thinking, no man, you need to pick this game up because um, it is as cool as it looks, and uh, it has everything to, with the scale and just everything. I, I just love this. Uh, um, this is very fun, and uh, it's got a lot of replayability. So. Yeah, but but again, we, we need to reiterate here, there is a pretty steep learning curve. It takes a while to get good at it. It takes a while to get kind of good at it, for, for me anyway. I sucked at this game at first, and it wasn't very fun. It felt broken. It literally felt broken. I was like, man, what is this? It doesn't even play right. But I started the game over, and uh, I went through the... Um, the uh, calibration a second time and my movements matched up a lot better after the second time that I did it. And then I got, uh, I got better at playing the game and more experience. And uh, it does get really fun. You, you do uh, start to open up with, with your abilities as you gain experience. But that first initial uh, bit of the game, it could be quite frustrating and, and feel like uh like an incomplete game but just hang in there it does get better uh and, and it's a load of fun yeah uh 20 bucks you know i've only played it for for an hour and a half i enjoyed it so far i don't feel like i've played it enough to really judge whether or not it warrants uh the price tag you've got a lot more time in it roots what do you think about the price tag on uh, it? i think it's worth it i mean it it you know it's hard because it's half of asgard's wrath but um uh, I think replayability and and just enjoyment as far, much fun as I'm having. Um, I think it's worth twenty bucks. Okay, cool. I'll take your word for it. It is really cool. Uh, it's, it's very different again, and um, a game that I'm definitely going to put more time into. It's 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 just fun. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those games that's just fun to play. It's wave based, sure, but wave based is only bad when it's a cookie cutter game that's like all the other ones. This is a wave-based game that's totally different from anything else that I've played, and uh, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, and it gives you reasons to go back in. You're unlocking stuff. You're you're getting new weapons. You're getting to and like I said, the uh, this is a main fan special. This is exactly what I was thinking when I was playing. I was like, man, this is one of those things that you add a leaderboard to this, and and I guarantee it's difficult, man. You get to level seven is. <laughs> I use that as an example because that's as far as I could get. You know, one of the aspects of this game is you're running around all these time trying not to you get low on life and you're trying to grab the grilled cheese sandwich that's laying there. Um, or maybe there's not any food and you're trying to get more ammo and more guys are spawning and you're you're just trying to stay alive. You're waiting for that one more mod before you go back. Um, or maybe you're waiting for that portal to come back because you've got your mods and you don't want to die and lose them. I mean, it, it's 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 got a different more to it than it just seems it you know and it, it initially it seems like okay this is just a wave shooter or a wave thing um but even if you uh, everybody's going to play this game different you see this person man they're swinging people around they're slicing people's heads off you know you can have several different you could grab like all sorts of weapons deck yourself out you can be using a bat a sword or grabbing a, um different types of uh you know machine guns all in the same um level you know it's just crazy 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, let me ask you this: those portals that that take you out of the level and back into your little hub, you know, the the main screen, your prep preparation area. Um, is that completely random when those portals pop up? Because uh, it was really frustrating to me a, a couple of times. I was trying to get out of a level and I'd run toward the portal and then it would disappear. And then it would seem like it was forever before that thing would come back. I think it's on a timer, but I'm not exactly sure. Um, you know, it gives you enough time to where, like I said, you're, you're essentially gathering, you're killing stuff, you're leveling. And every time you go on it, you start over, you come back out, you're on level zero again. Um, and so you, it gives you that feeling of, I want to get out of here because I got, two mods that I need and I'm almost dead, but fuck, I want to grab a third one, you know, and what's going to drop. Maybe it's, it's a really good weapon that I need. You know, I, I, I still haven't seen shotguns, you know, anything I've seen the crow. I got the crowbar and I've got uh, my, my two guns. And I think I've got a couple of, I got some other thing that gave me a permanent melee upgrade or i don't know and that was something else. it was a different game um but yeah no <laughs> mixed playing so many games i'm getting mixed up i'm com combined with the time uh but no it's uh so there, there's a, so many aspects to it i thought this game was very shallow in the beginning and i think um it was a combination of me not really knowing exactly what was going on and that was one of the reasons why i was excited to talk about it um because I think there's not many people explaining what's going on or explaining what this game really is. Um, I was telling you when I was looking for footage, it was all the same tutorial. You know, I don't even know how much, how far anybody's gotten in this game. I didn't even know a lot of what was the actual aspects of it. But now I'm, I'm psyched to go back in. I want to get some automatic weapons. I want to get this Gatling gun and, and tear through this. And, one thing I will add, it's not just a shoot-a-thon that, you know, you only have, like, at least with the pistols, you got 24 bullets in each one, and then when you run out, you run out, and the bullets will spawn on the ground, but, so you're running around looking for bullets as well, and you're, at least for me, I'm running around in third person a lot, and I'm trying to shoot, and I'm wasting a lot of bullets, because it's hard running around shooting with a third person little guy that's mimicking what you're doing i mean it's it's i can imagine when you do get good at this it's gonna feel fucking awesome you know what i mean yeah. you're you're gonna be yeah. throwing people around slinging them slicing people's heads off um that's why i'm excited to see if if uh main fan gets really good at it and gets at it because he's gonna tear this up yeah and there's constant uh bullet time in here as, as well you have a meter uh that fills up pretty quickly and all you have to do is press a button and it puts everything into slow motion so that you can really get uh precise with your attacks and uh, that's a feature that i didn't use enough probably because i'm new at it and, and like you said i need more experience in the game but there's a lot of different things that you can do here a lot of different ways if you enjoy uh senseless violence and creative uh, destruction uh, you're gonna enjoy this game uh, all you got to do is put in a little time and practice uh, but uh, uh, it's worth the uh, the reward the time that you put in uh, the rewards you get out of it are, are well worth it yeah especially when you unlock that Uzi that's what I want yeah you know that uh, I was playing it and I had uh, I had 
those those uh, pistol fragments. I put three of them on my chest. I had one in each hand, and uh, my my health was like at fifteen or twenty or something like that. And I took off running for the portal, and uh, the portal disappeared right in front of me. Uh, and then uh, I turned around, and a dude smacked me with a ball bat and killed me. It was so frustrating. So did you know what to do with it after you got in there? Cause that, yeah, I, I paid attention during the uh, okay. tutorial. See, I, I think. Exactly <laughs> see, I bitch about not knowing what to do, and I that was part of my thought is that maybe I just didn't pay attention because I have a, a tendency to tune. That's you know, I don't need instructions, you know, until I get there and I need <laughs> it. You need them. <laughs> yeah. Typical guy. Yeah, they, right? they did. So. They they explained all of this in the uh, in the uh, the tutorial. Okay. Yeah, what a bummer, Anyway, man. it's a solid game. It's a very original concept, and uh, it's a lot of fun. I do recommend it. Um, it may, you know, I, I felt at first like it was a little bit janky with the way that uh, it controlled, and I still do for, with the uh, the third-person stuff. I'm a little underwhelmed, but I freely admit that it could just be me and, and my inexperience, too, that's uh, causing the issues that I'm having with it. So uh, definitely check it out if this is your sort of thing, uh, which I guess it's hard to say that this is your sort of thing because there really isn't much of uh, anything like this. But uh, that's why you should buy cool, it, right? It is cool. Yeah, exactly. It's twenty bucks. It's not that much money. Yeah. So uh, give it a shot. All right, from one very original concept for a VR game to another very original concept for a VR game, let's talk about Gadgeteer. Of course, we all know about Gadgeteer. This game has been out for quite some time now. Uh, Justin uh, reviewed it when it was new on PC VR. Absolutely loved it. Played straight through it like nonstop. He didn't rest. He pretty much beat it within a few days, if I remember correctly. And uh, basically what this is, is a puzzle game based on building Rube goldberg style machine so you have dominoes uh, effectively you've got some marbles you're trying to create these gravity-based chain reactions to uh basically uh, create a path to a button that you're trying to push it's a really simple concept uh not the type of thing that you would ever see uh really work on a flat uh a flat platform but in VR, it's actually pretty cool. I, I had a certain level of expectations for this game. Uh, but this game actually turned out to be a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Roots, what were your impressions of the Gadgeteer? Uh, same thing. You know, I um, I thought the environments were cool. And I, I really liked the, um, the aspect of it kind of felt like old school setting up mouse mousetrap you know and you're doing all those things i used to love that as a kid and uh just setting the different things and um domino style watching the ball roll down and pop it down hitting to the next level uh it's really unique and um i uh i enjoy it yeah me too i i did i thought i would like it for a minute it seemed like one of those things i'd like for a little while and then get tired of it pretty quick uh but i really enjoyed this the whole time that i, that I played it Granted, like the last game, these are first impressions. I did not play this on PC, and I guess I should say that. The reason why we're talking about it is because this game just released this past last week on Oculus Quest. 
and uh that that's the way that that i played it i played it on oculus quest never tried it on pc this was my first experience in this game was on the quest and uh you know when this game was announced for quest i asked justin i was like justin is there anything to uh to be gained from playing this game tetherless and what he told me was i really don't think so because the 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 movement in this game is so well done uh, you really can move through this space uh, in every direction, up, down, left, right, in, out. Uh, you can either use stick locomotion to move around, or you can use grab and pull to pull yourself uh, to any uh, to any perspective. Uh, and and he his basic thing was based on the freedom of movement that you have that you really don't the, the tether really doesn't come into play. This was not my experience. I very much enjoyed the fact that this was tetherless, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I went on vacation last week, as many of you well know, and I took my Oculus Quest with me. And of course, we all know that it's cool to have VR in your pocket. We all know why Quest is so awesome. But why this game in particular was, was awesome on the Quest is the, the the locomotion is so good in it that I didn't even have to stand or sit to play this game freely. I literally woke up at 6.30 in the morning, couldn't go back to sleep in the hotel. My whole family's asleep around me. I don't want to disturb them by fiddling with the television. So I put on my Oculus Quest in the bed with the intention of maybe watching some YouTube or or finding some kind of video or media to consume. But after I put the headset on, I said, you know what? This would be a good time to check out Gadgeteer. And so literally I go into this game just to see if I can play it lying down in bed next to someone. And the, like I just said, the, the, the locomotion is so uh, freeing. You, you can move around so easily with these controllers that I very comfortably laid down in bed and played through this game and I played it for like an hour and uh, just had a blast with it uh, flat on my back and uh, that was just awesome and uh, that really is the draw here for me to having this on quest tetherless is you really can play this in any kind of nook and cranny that you can fit your body in and it really doesn't matter. It's, it's still going to be a lot of fun. Roots, what did you think about the movement system in this game? Uh, there, there's a lot of options here. And really, you can do anything that you want, right? Right. Yeah, actually, that's really good. No, first off, let me ask you this uh, before I get on that. Um, are you telling me you didn't play Beat Saber when you were laying down in bed? <laughs> like, come on. I played Meat Saber. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a totally different <laughs> podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah no uh yeah the movement in this was really good I, I you know i didn't drag myself as much i did drag myself for the first like 20 30 minutes and then i i realized if i held down the um inside trigger um i had feet on there and i could literally like glide around up and and then on the right one you could turn and go up and down i didn't even know i could turn at first i was like oh my god um and we were even saying you know uh like one of those things it's just one of those things that you take for granted and it was like it opened everything up i really like the movement in this game and i i could see how that could be for the uh 
the quest um a really good feature be able to play games in a hotel who doesn't hate that when you wake up next to somebody and in your family and everybody's asleep you know or you know maybe you're camping that would be a good place for it as well right you know camping at 5 a.m in the morning when it's bright out and you can't sleep sucks ever you know so yeah yeah and uh you know you and i were just talking yesterday about um these games that that we call palate cleansers so like we were talking about if you could only pick five or ten games and and had to go forever with them that we would probably pick four really epic story-based games but then you'd still want that palate cleanser a game that you can just put on and veg out and and not really uh have to concentrate too hard you could just play and uh and, and relax and i feel like gadgeteer is one of those games as soon as you get into it it plays this really calm and soothing music and and really it sets the mood for the game and and don't don't let me fool you here folks this game does have progressive difficulty and as you go on you really do have to uh contemplate what you want to do but the great thing is is that uh it's trial and error you can try as many times as you want you can really get uh creative and let's just see if this works and if it doesn't work you can, you know, undo, 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 just like uh, any kind of a computer application. You can keep undoing and things just disappear that you placed. Um, the puzzle aspect of this was fun. I found it really relaxing. And I do think that uh, this is a game that, you know, even though I haven't played it on PC VR, I think this is a perfect game for Oculus Quest, not only because it's that palate cleanser type of game that has a lot of replayability, not only because you can play it laying in bed or standing in the middle of the floor, but it's also a great uh, a demo game. You're going to be able to put someone in this game. Nobody's going to get sick playing this. Uh, people are going to understand the concept immediately as soon as they get into it. And uh, I just think it's a solid title. And I think Quest is probably the best platform to play it on yeah it's ironic that it actually does like you said main fan was like there is no benefit but i guess it's it's case by case you know he was thinking more um gameplay in general you know he wasn't really thinking about whether you know you were going to be in a hotel bed laying there playing it um but that's the beauty of the quest it changes everything right um it takes the same thing that we all play and love and and gives you applications like i can't go in there and and sit in my bathroom and and uh um play gadgeteer you know um but you can you know so it's just it's, i think the quest is cool so. yeah and for those of you wondering well yeah about it don't it look like garbage on the quest not at all the footage that you're watching right here this is me playing on my quest this is footage that i captured on the quest uh, i didn't even like stream it to my computer and capture it this was literally uh what the game looked like as I was recording on the same device. So uh, it, it looked, you know, I haven't seen it inside of a PC VR headset, but I can't imagine that it looks much better than it looked in the Quest. Roots, well, let me ask you, you look, you see the footage here. Um, did it look much better than this to you when you were playing it in the Rift S? No, it looked beautiful. And that was one of the things that I was going to touch upon too, is like, this is one little tiny nook that, of the house. Like um, every... 
you know, you get past, I think, I don't even know what the levels are. I think I, I you know, there, there was like maybe 20 in here. I'm not exactly sure, but you, once you get past that, you unlock another part of the house and you literally go through this house doing all these puzzles. So um, it's got a lot of cool environments as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This game uh, has level progression through the house. Like I said, scaling difficulty uh, with the puzzles, you basically uh, the distances that you have to traverse become trickier. You have elevation changes, pitfalls, obstacles to make it around. But as the uh, the puzzles get more difficult, you also get different kinds of items to use different abilities that you unlock as you go and um infinitely replayable i mean i think it's got something like 60 levels in it and even after you finish the levels there's a free play like a sandbox mode so that you can build your own machines and uh just play around with it forever so uh a steal i think it's what it's like 15 bucks for this yeah yeah it's definitely yeah. worth that much money uh, not only for um like you said for um yourself playing it but uh for the quest especially demoing it and and just uh having a chill time so. yeah i think he should probably make a demo i think he'd probably sell a lot more uh copies because again this isn't really a, a genre that that really translates to flat so if you have a new vr gamer or, or somebody who's looking at at this you know video they might not be uh, too impressed with what they're seeing here this might not look very fun to them but i assure you uh the challenge of of completing these puzzles is where the fun lies and uh if you try it you're going to like it uh so i think that this game would benefit a lot from uh, from a free demo just like the first i don't know maybe five or so or even uh, ten because the first yeah, five or ten tracks, the first yeah. two were literally just push the button almost to <laughs> kind of give you the idea of what's going right. on, you know. So yeah, I um, forgot about that. It is kind of like a tutorial at first. Yeah, but no, yeah, I agree. I think um, you know, you give them a good uh, taste of what they're playing, and they'd uh, really want to continue. So yeah, so yeah, it's all good here, folks. It's a fun game. It's a, a very unique concept. Again, something that you're only going to see in VR the beauty of vr allowing developers to make games like this um it's a fair price and i think that the quest i mean it's available on pc vr as well as oculus quest but i think honestly i think that the quest is the way to go here with this one not only for the uh adaptability of the device but uh the demo uh the, the this is a good demo title so uh a big a big time recommend for me here uh definitely if you if you're if you like puzzle games and you like physics based puzzlers uh this is one to check out yeah all right so that's going to uh wrap up our game uh impressions for the week uh and move us into our topic and our topic is very predictable uh this week as it is the last week of every month uh, we're going to do what we always do here. We're going to take a look back at the month that was. We're going to pick our games of the month. And then we're going to look ahead at some of the games we've got coming next month. And Roots, uh, it seems like we say this every month, but last month might have been the best month mm. for VR games yet. Uh, 
it's it's become it's becoming redundant but it's true am i wrong nah, it feels like it will never slow down even though um we're only a few months removed from it being slow so it's funny right you know because several months ago it's like uh, it was you hit that point where we finally got a caught a breath we caught back up on our backlog a little bit and then all of a sudden it was like oh my god what's going on i got more games to play than i know what to do with and i've got games i've never even tried you know my uh my my shame pile of games is is uh um is not good yeah it um it was what it was it was a shift like the games were out last year too but they were all playstation games like playstation dominated last year with all the great exclusives that they came out with astrobot and firewall and you know borderlands 2 vr uh you know the games were there but nothing on the pc front pretty much next to nothing it, it did feel dead for a while but this year the polar opposite playstation seems to have died but pc vr and oculus quest are blooming and coming into their own and uh that's very much reflected in our games of the month uh for october so for those of you who don't know how this works uh we have a list of games that we've nominated in each category there are three categories psvr oculus quest pcvr uh i'll we'll read down the list of nominees and then we will pick one and if roots and i disagree on what the game of the month is we might pick two but i think uh, well for the most part we're going to agree but there might be a little bit of debate toward the end we'll, we'll get to that in just a moment but let's start uh let's start with psvr we have um we have a list of nominees here and first we have concrete genie concrete genie is a, a very good game this is a uh a third person adventure game for PlayStation 4, but we kind of have to grade Concrete Genie on a curve because it isn't fully playable in VR. It had VR modes and none of it, none of the uh, story-based campaign was playable in VR. So uh, big points docked from Concrete Genie there. Looks like an absolutely beautiful game, but the uh, the VR functionality was very much just a novelty with this game uh, we also had Carly and the Reaper man uh, a couch co-op game that uh, originally was released on uh, PC VR which was just ported to PSVR this past month and uh, in my opinion a pretty good fit for PSVR because again it's couch co-op one VR player one flat player working together uh, teamwork is a must here uh, and a very creative beautiful game uh, we had um, Minotaur Arcade. For those of you who love Polybius, this is uh, the second VR game from Jeff Minter. And uh, basically, this is a collection of two legit flat games from way back when, uh, ported into VR. Uh, again, another game that's been out on Steam for a while, uh, but uh, ported into PSVR this past month. And our last nominee, another PC port, Wands. Most of you know what Wands is. It's uh, it's one of the original uh, uh, 
magic and spell casting games in VR. It's been out since the days of, of mobile VR. It's been ported into every platform and now PSVR, the latest among them. All right, Roots, those are the contenders for PSVR Game of the Month. Mm. In your opinion, what is the Game of the Month for PSVR? Uh, it's hard, right? Um, I think I'd have to go with uh, with what you said. Um, if only, it, which would be Carly and the Reaper Man, only because a couch co-op, and I was, we were discussing this yesterday, you know, it's one of those things that, doesn't work as well in PC VR because most people that play PC VR, at least from my experience, um, that the people that I know and myself included, I, nobody's coming over here to play PC VR with me. And, you know, usually it's just me. I might bring some people over every once in a while, but it's in my room and it's not necessarily a party game. It's not something, you know, consoles are designed for multiple people to play. You've got, you can hook up four people, you know, so you already have a controller hooked up. So you, you're you're ready. You're ready for the co-op, you know, and it definitely shines as well. And the only reason why I halfway hesitated in this game being the best one is um I haven't tried Minotaur Arcade yet, and it might be freaking amazing. And um and you know a lot of people have been waiting for wands for a while on PC PSVR, and maybe they love the fact that it's you know they can now pretend they're Hermione or whatever they're doing. I don't know. Um, so I don't know, but I, I, I do think for, I think this over overall is definitely the best, um, uh, release that came out for the month. Yeah, I totally agree. It, it was kind of the consensus when we, uh, when this released for PC that, man, this just seems like a PlayStation game, right? That's kind of what we said back then. And, uh, why isn't this out on PSVR? Well, they brought it over and I think by far and away, it was the best game that came out for PSVR. But again, we have to put that caveat in there that we're putting Minotaur Arcade on here basically out of respect for the dev, out of uh, respect for Polybius. I haven't played it either. I'm sure it's great. Maybe it's better. Uh, and, and again, these game of the months uh, that, that we're selecting, are we're going to revisit them later in the year. Not only the uh the winners but the like the honorable mentions and later in the year after we've played them a little bit more uh they'll be factored in to our game of the year episode that takes place at the end of december um so as of right now carly and the reaper man the game of the month october but who knows minotaur arcade may end up being the game of the year for psvr we just haven't tried it yet yeah, and I blame um, Borderlands 2 VR because that was on our list to try this week and it just got pushed to the side, so. Yeah, yeah, literally the, uh, Minotaur Arcade was one of our impressions games this week. The, we were going to do Holoception, Gadgeteer, and Minotaur Arcade, but then Borderlands 2 VR came out and uh, Roots and I wanted to cover that one thoroughly. So uh, there's only so many hours in the day. We both work full-time jobs. Something had to go and be pushed back. Minotaur Arcade was that something. So Yeah, so those of you who are interested in our thoughts on Minotaur Arcade, you're not going to have to wait long. Roots and I are both very much looking forward to checking that one out. So stay tuned, and uh, we're definitely going to be covering that one on a very soon-to-come episode 
of virtual strangers, or maybe even most likely the Monday show. Mm -hmm. Anyway, moving on, let's go on to our next category. Our next category being Oculus Quest. Roots, who are the nominees for Game of the Month October for Oculus Quest? All right, so uh, this month we've got uh, Thrill of Fight. Actually, we've got a couple of different uh, games that are of this one. And this one, I, this one's touted right as the exercise one, right? Like this is more realistic uh, and actually lets you get into the... Uh, um the action i've never played this one uh i really it's on my list i don't know why i think it's on sale even right now uh have you tried yeah. this one i have not but i can tell you for uh surprisingly high marks for the oculus quest version of this people are digging this game on oculus quest at least so far people seem to like it yeah yeah it's definitely uh looks really good just from this video uh the second one is exactly the same type of game but exactly different <laughs> completely different uh knockout league another boxing one um very cartoony reminds me a lot of uh mike tyson's punch out uh, i don't know if it does you as well um i mean yeah. it's got all the ridiculous characters octopus man and like i was watching this trailer and there were some people on there i didn't even know yeah i knew about tri-tip i ain't he ain't no badass dude i've taken him out but there's some people later on, like the magician and shit. And I was like, whoa, there's a magician in here. I didn't, I guess I didn't play this game very far. Um, but uh, yeah, this is a pretty, pretty t solid title as well. The only thing I don't like about this type of style is it's more arcadey and it's, uh, it's more of a respond, they punch, you punch type of thing. But um, uh, if you liked Mike Tyson's punch out, this is really, really good game. Yeah, a different game. I mean, they're both based on boxing mechanics, but uh, a completely different type of game. On one hand, you have a realistic simulation-style boxing game. On the other hand, you have a cartoony arcade-style boxing game. Really two different games entirely. Yeah, yeah, so this is a pretty good one. Um, another one, uh, I'd never even heard of this one before until Reddit, um, and uh, all I see is people posting day in day out uh different things that they've um spray painted and it seems to be a pretty popular game and i i don't know i don't get it i've never tried it but i mean i mean i'm talking everybody's raving about this game have you seen it i mean look at that dude like i, I guess yeah, this maybe... has been out on uh pc vr for a while this is uh king spray graffiti uh this is a fairly popular app it's an art app uh, but it's all graffiti based. It's spray paint. It's a it's a it's a graffiti simulation basically. It's a simulation game, and uh, apparently it's a pretty detailed one, a pretty good one. Yeah, so I have to check it out. Didn't know that was for PC as well. Um, and the last one we have on the list um, for Quest is uh, Halloween themed, and it's perfectly timed, and it's uh, Dreadhalls. And uh, who doesn't love spooky? And who doesn't love getting um, jump scared, right? And, yeah, I tried this game recently on my Rift and uh, expected to like it. Ended up really liking it, even more than I thought. Uh, you know, this is an old game. It's as old as VR itself, but uh, it, it's quality. And, and the fact that people are still buying this game in 2019 and it's coming to new platforms in 2019. It's a testament to the quality of this game and uh, definitely a, a great addition to the Oculus Quest library. Yeah, 
Yeah, so um, those are the four of the category. Now, um, I, I see what you have listed here. And um, and I'm I, I'm gonna go a 50-50 as well because um, just from what I'm seeing, and I've never tried the other one, uh, but this is this is definitely one. This is what Wes, you've picked this one for your uh, for your game of the month. Uh, tell us why. Yeah, well, I think I just said it. This is a <laughs> is a, one of the all time uh, great VR horror games. This is the original VR horror game, and it's still it's still scary you know i played this game and you know me i'm a i'm a horror game veteran it takes something to raise my pulse and uh, this game did it it was fun uh the the graphics have been updated over the years and uh and you know as basic as it may look and as basic as the concept seems it's very well done and uh i really enjoyed it i wish i had it on my quest because again it's another one of those great demo titles. Uh, one of those things that you uh, that you want to put a newbie into and watch them uh, uh, throw your headset across the room. Yeah, that's true because I it's got such immersion where um, like even myself or you, it, you feel it. You like the dread and and you're very uh, the sound. It's just very good. It really does a good job of creating that tension. Um, the other one that I picked for uh, for a game of the month, and I guess it's a uh, it's really just a um, toss up, would be uh, King's Spray Graffiti, and it's just because I, I I watch the Reddit every day. I'm watching, and people are just raving about how good this is for Quest, and that you know it's just something different, and I think it's the one thing that people. Um, that gives them this artistic thing in the quest. You know, there's a lot of different things like this on PC. Uh, we take that for granted. Uh, you know, there's not too many really good outlets to create. And um, this looks really good. Yeah, very detailed uh, game, uh, very popular. And yeah, I've, I have seen what you have seen. People are really digging this one on quest. Yeah, so, so I would say those two, those are two, actually all four of them are really good games, but those two especially would be safe games to pick up uh for sure yeah a good time to be a quest owner right you look at the stuff that came out for psvr you look at the stuff that came out for quest and uh quest is getting ready to come into that stage that psvr got to go into last year where all these awesome ports are coming in and at the same time you get these uh exclusives uh, well, I'm assuming that Quest is going to get some exclusives. It's a little bit different with Quest because Quest exclusives end up becoming Rift games. But but you get what I'm saying. Right. Uh, uh, getting ready to have overload increase to the the Quest library. It's going to double in the, over the next few months. And uh, yeah, four quality titles for Oculus Quest this month. And again, let me reiterate these nominees. This isn't a complete accounting of what's coming out on these platforms it's a very small fraction honestly it's just uh the ones that i picked out that i thought were made the most the biggest impact on the uh, community because obviously we don't uh, we're not able to play every game that comes out for every platform but we do watch the uh the communities we are seeing what people are talking about what people are, uh, are playing and what they like so uh, we we can say from a position of knowledge uh, 
you know, which games are having the biggest impact in the, in the communities. And that brings us to the community that we are both most active in, and that being the PCVR community. And when I was talking about this being a banner month for VR, I was talking about it being a banner month for PCVR. So let's talk about our... Um, our nominees and I know you guys are all laughing right now and saying why why what why are we even doing this why are we pretending like we don't already know what's the game of the month for PCVR in October well it's not so cut and dry friend there there is competition I think it would we would be remiss just to label this month a no contest because it isn't it isn't uh, so let's start first of all we had spectro this was kind of like a Ghostbuster style game, Luigi's Mansion in VR. High marks. Uh, this was one that Roots and I both were interested in playing. We never really got around to it yet, but a very colorful uh, looking spooky Halloween game. And uh, it looks like it was a lot of fun. Roots, what did you think about Spectro? Yeah, looks like it was really good, actually. Um, as far as what people have said, I really was kind of intrigued with all the um hidden passageways and like i i watched um gamertag play it for a little bit i think it was and uh um it just was really cool has a good very unique um concept you know so. yeah definitely unique to vr nothing like this in vr yet um the uh the next uh the next nominee is a game that just came out this past week and one of the reasons why I'm saying this isn't just a, a open and shut conversation, Borderlands 2 VR was a great PSVR game. And as great as it was on PSVR, way better on Oculus Rift. Now, I can't speak for Vive, I can't speak for Index, but on Oculus Rift S, this game is way better than the PlayStation version. Uh, a lot more than I even expected. And I believe that... Uh, your experience was the same as mine. Is that correct, Roots? Yeah, it's so good that I'm probably going to forgo more sleep and just play some more before I go to work. Um, you know, it's one of those games that, uh, uh, you know, I always wanted to play. I bought it on PC flat on a sale like a year and a half ago because one of my friends had it. We played a little bit, but it was flat, and I didn't want to play it. And there was a good reason. I somehow knew inside that I was going to have it on PC VR. And now I do. And now I can play through the whole thing and actually get to play it in VR. And it's uh, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. It is literally amazing. It's a AAA VR game in every sense of the word. It has more content than, than any other release this month. I'll repeat that. There's more content here than any other release this month and maybe maybe you like shooters better than you like uh melee maybe you're tired of playing melee and want to get into a shooter for a while there's a million guns on here there's a gigantic open world to explore there's tons of loot in every nook and cranny and this game has attitude more than probably any other franchise that i can think of off the top of my head uh an absolutely awesome game and way better on pc than i even thought it was going to be yeah all right so the third nominee is everybody's uh, favorite the uh the the go-to uh best vr game ever of the week asgard's wrath uh 
what is there to say about Asgard's wrath that we haven't said already? This, you know, it may not be my my favorite VR game, but I can concede that this was probably the most complete VR game that we've ever experienced. This game checks all the boxes in every category. It has no real deficiency. Uh, I mean, you can nitpick. There are things as you play through the game that are less than perfect. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm, but what I'm saying is, is in every category that you judge a game on, it has high marks. It's good at everything it does. And uh, it's absolutely uh, the, uh, the measuring stick for all games uh, to come, uh, at least in the, uh, the near future. Roots. Uh, the, or at least that's my opinion. Yeah, until Stormlands comes out, and then you'll have a new one for uh, shooters. And then, you know, it's like they're going to start. The, every genre is going to get an Asgard's Wrath or a Stormland. And, uh, and then that genre is going to say, fuck, man. Every game that came out before it is going to be screwed. And, uh, you know, because I pretty much look at every game like Skyrim or anything. Even Skyrim looks pale in comparison in a lot of ways after this game came out and it just i think it really changed a lot of a lot of things in vr um overnight i looked at a lot of games differently in this genre and like i said when stormlands hits i'll look at a lot of games differently probably that are shooters and uh um and we'll go down the list as AAA comes out in my opinion yeah yeah that, that's the thing about it, that this game overnight changed our opinions on what is possible for vr you know we didn't know before this game came out we didn't know that we could have a game like this in vr yeah uh and, and it, the fact that it isn't coming from an insomniac or a rockstar games but it's coming from sanzaru i mean that's just incredible it makes me wonder how long this game was in development how many people worked on it uh, because it's an absolute feat what they pulled off here and uh yeah yeah it it deserves all the accolades that it's gotten thus far yeah all right so i know what you guys are saying you're saying yeah it, it absolutely does why are we even doing this it's better than borderlands 2 what the hell's wrong with you guys it's an open and shut case well not so fast friends not so fast friends because there there, there was something else that happened last week Something very significant in the world of VR. All right, so Roots, I'm going to ask you a question here. Uh, in all of entertainment media, and I'm talking about movies, I'm talking about music, I'm talking about games, and across all the different franchises that we have, you know, we have Marvel, we have Star Wars, we have Harry Potter, all these gigantic entertainment franchises if you had to pick one to say this one franchise is the highest grossing franchise in all of entertainment what would you say that that franchise is well if it wasn't in this episode i would have totally told you something completely different um but i'm assuming uh grand theft auto and right and you're you're talking about that right and uh um and that is that's huge it it and I know a lot of people right now are screaming at the screen. This isn't a, a game release, but you know, no, but we'll talk about uh, Alien Isolation like it's a legit VR game because 
you know it's been out for a while but uh no this i i agree with you i think this is one of the biggest things to come to vr ever and being that i just came out of playing um for a couple hours and getting to to be michael and uh you know and i crawling in the window as uh as um i don't remember what his name is right now uh uh the main dude uh the black dude what's his name do you remember Oh, you haven't even really played I haven't it. played this game. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, so I'm crawling in and I, I'm I'm walking by uh, Michael's kid's room and and I'm and, you know and I'm I'm in the house. You know what I mean? Like, I, dude, I it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and, and to be clear, yes, we understand that this isn't an officially supported VR port, but it is a VR port, and it's a very very significant one like i just mentioned this is the most popular entertainment franchise in the world it's made more money than anything if something can sit here and say i've made more money than star wars it's legit it's a big deal and the fact that this is uh, fully playable in vr now even if it is just uh head tracking and gamepad controls it's still a big deal you know i've said it many times here that if we were to ever get grand theft auto vr online that's the singularity that's going to be what drives the masses in the vr and whether it comes next year or five years from now i still believe that that's what's going to be the catalyst the thing that starts the avalanche of people uh coming into vr now you know don't don't misunderstand what i'm saying here i'm not saying that i ever think that vr is going to be bigger than flat media that's not what I mean. What I'm talking about is the day that VR becomes a mainstream thing, that uh, it's almost equal with flat gaming. I do think we're going to get there, and I think that the event that's going to really accelerate our progress toward that goal is going to be getting Grand Theft Auto officially in VR. And uh, the fact that we have GTA V, a game that's years old but still every month is on top of the sales list even now people are still buying this game brand new every month month after month after month uh it's a big deal that you can play it in vr because now people are going to make videos of it these videos are going to get on youtube people are going to see this and say how can i do that and uh, it's just something else that's going to help uh raise the profile of vr as a platform and it's absolutely huge and in my opinion uh I don't think we have such an easy decision this month, Roots, about what the game of the month is. Yeah. Franklin. That's his name, by the way. Franklin. Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it would come back to me, but uh, so you've never played this game, right, at all. So you're going to play through it in VR, correct? That's right. And then, to be clear, I'm very, very familiar with it. Uh, I've watched a lot of online, uh, a lot of YouTube videos, people playing GTA Online. Uh, but I haven't watched a whole lot of the story because I knew that one day I would be playing this game. I did rent it uh, because I, this game just looks awesome to me. Uh, I rented it after I, I got my PlayStation VR. I had every intention of playing it, but the, the game got here and I could just never bring myself to flat game. You know, even with a game as awesome as this, it sat here for two months. I installed it. I never booted it the first time I sent it back. Uh, so yeah, this is just another example 
like No Man's Sky, like Fallout, like Skyrim, like Half-Life, I'm going to experience it for the first time in VR, and I'm absolutely thrilled uh, that I get to do so. Yeah. And it has its, it's not a perfect mod. I will um, tell people a couple things, you know. Uh, it, it's um, the, the cutscenes are a little close, you know, and a little weird. So some people just say skip it if you can't deal with it. And uh, um, you got to have a Rift S. So unfortunately, that's another thing this week that drops that pretty much says Rift S was not a bad investment for good old rootsy boy and uh, Wes here. So I'm, I'm glad I picked it up. Although, um, you know, I'm next week, something will release and the index will play better and, and rift S will be screwed. So just the way it is right now in VR. I don't think that's going to happen. Let's look at our top three, uh, nominees this month. Borderlands two VR worked on the rift S at launch. Didn't work so well on the index and the vibe Asgard's wrath and Oculus rift S exclusive. And then GTA 5 VR mod developed for Oculus Rift S. So, uh, yeah, I'd say the resentment is growing amongst those HTC Vive fanboys out there. They must hate it when shit like this happens. Yeah, I've even seen some people um, it, uh, that have indexes, um, you know, downplaying it because, you know, like they were going to try it and make a big deal of it because they can't play it. It's like, eh. It's not that yeah. big a deal. It's an old this game. It's not a big deal. It's only GTA 5 and VR. Yeah, it's just Who the G fuck wants to play that? Yeah, I've already beat the game, and I've already spent two hours in there playing again, you know? Now, one thing I think that would be really cool, and you kind of touched on this, um, and let us know in the, uh, in the comments if you think this is possible, but um, what do you think, Wes, about uh, being able to go online to these role-playing servers you know like they say you can't go on to the um you know online because you'll get banned but you know that you use a bunch of mods on role-playing so it might be able i just think it w what better way to play on a role-playing gta server than in vr like it, you're you want to be in character but now i get to be in character um you know i think that would be so awesome yeah, yeah, it's absolutely mind-blowing, the possibilities there. For what what Roots is talking about, there are these online communities, these online servers of Grand Theft Auto, where people go in day in and day out and role-play like it's real life. And I know that might sound silly, but these people, they're super serious with it. The ones that I, that I got into watching, and I watched it for, for months, like literally every day for months, uh, the way that you get accepted into these servers is you start out, you have to be a cop at first mm -hmm. and uh, they put you through six weeks of police training, how to be a cop. And it's like legit. You're, you're riding around in your cruiser. You come up on a suspect in a car, you run their license plate. There's somebody operating the radio running in the license plate, just like the, like the real police. Uh, the people have identification. You have to uh, search and see if there's any warrants out on them. And it's like a, a real-life police setup. you got to take them to jail the whole nine. They go to court, the whole deal. Uh, after you get through your period of having to be a cop, then you have a choice. You can either be a civilian, which is just some dude. You, ha you, you take a job at working at Quickie Mart, 
making money or you can be a bank teller, whatever. There's lots of jobs you can do to earn money, in-game currency to live. You can buy apartments with it. You can buy vehicles with it. Just like real life, you're going to work, doing a job, getting money to, uh, to do things. Or if you don't want to be a civilian and you don't want to be a cop, you can be a criminal. And this is where the fun comes in, friends, because then you get to screw with the cops. And this is why I got so into watching it on YouTube. These cops take it super serious. And you could tell that some of these people playing are actual real cops in real life. And uh, these guys that are really good at playing this game and can drive really well at high speeds and are good at getting away and know the map like the back of their hand, they screw with these cops, and it looks like just the funnest thing in the world. And to be able to experience that in VR, I think would be incredible. And they tell you not to play this this mod online because you'll get banned off Rockstar for using mods. They ban all the mods. But on these servers, they, they run on mods. Like the, all the vehicles are modded. The characters are modded. Everything's modded in these servers already. So I imagine if you got permission of the administrators that you could probably take part in some of these role-playing servers in VR. And uh, that just, if that happens, folks, that might be the end of our channel. You might not see old Weasel for a few months because it just, it seems super awesome. Hey, I, was, I was telling Wes, how, how cool would it be like to, um, to be rookie cops? You know, it could be cops together and uh and going to, to the Dude, city these cops run <laughs> prostitution stings on these uh civilians and they they they, they dress up these like skanky whores and, and go talk to these guys that are obviously lonely people in their real life so they buy it they take the bait and they end up in jail just like <laughs> real life and they lose all their money and oh, it's hilarious man. dude it's just really funny yeah, it sounds pretty good actually, and I, I don't know. I like I said, this mod worked so well. Um, aside from the the cutscenes and the occasional weirdness, um, and this guy actually said if he gets enough downloads from GitHub, he's gonna open source it, and then uh, you know we will get it will get to the point where we probably will have um, hand presence in there. You know, I mean it's just a start, but I didn't even care. I don't I care. You know how good I am shooting Wes at this game than better than I've ever been because it's it's gaze based with the the reticle and I just have to bam 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 I'm headshotting like people left and right it was amazing it's really cool yeah I can't wait to get in this I'm buying a copy of it I suggest anyone who wants the official support for this in VR should go buy a copy of Grand Theft Auto right now uh, just so we can make that statement like, Hey, you guys, if you want to do this, we're going to buy it. There is money in it here. Brutes, would you drop 60 bucks on an officially supported VR Grand Theft Auto game? Hell yeah, dude. I'd do it right now. You know, I, I mean, too. I'd, I'd kickstart it. Yeah. I just dropped 50 bucks on Borderlands two and I already own it and I'd probably do it again if it came out on another, you know, platform, but this, you know, this is next level. And if I can do online, forget about it. Like you said, I, I loved online. I've got so much shit online, dude. Of course, I guess that wouldn't be accessible, but I've got so many toys and, and vehicles and cars that turn have 
you know fly and i mean just all sorts of weird stuff in that game so. yeah that's the beauty of this game it isn't i mean the story mode i'm sure is epic but the the beauty of it is is this large fairly realistic open world it's as close as we can get to west world and i don't mean like the the western gimmick of it but the idea of being in a, a real world situation with no consequences uh that that's the whole appeal of this game and uh the fact that we get get that in vr now it's it's like this game was made for vr this concept uh was made for vr and now it's finally starting to happen and again i can't express enough what a big deal this is yeah i did um get in a shootout with the cops and uh stole their cop car and got in a chase and i ditched them in the in the tunnels underneath the city and uh, it was just amazing dude like I, I that's why i was saying you're gonna we probably will lose you for a little bit even if it's not online you know <laughs> yeah you probably will i'm working i'm working heavily right now on uh documenting resident evil 7 from start to finish in full hd for my channel when i finish that this is where i'm going i'm going to gta 5 uh we may you want to review this roots maybe it might be a couple months down the line for us to get all the way through the story but uh i mean if i can play through the whole story in vr why can't we uh review it review it yeah i think it's a good idea and uh, you know we'll be talking about all of our experiences um even i mean trevor you haven't even met trevor yet dude like yeah, I know man trevor though i, I know trevor because uh walking trevor, dead uh yeah he played on the walking dead so i know all about him yeah i love that character too anyway i guess that's enough we should probably stop <laughs> ranting about yeah this Grand is Theft one Auto. game of of many we got one more to talk about for pc right well, well the only reason I, I threw this next one in here is because i think it's only fair that we we recognize the fact that the month isn't over yet there's still a few more days and we still got games coming out on halloween possibly could have aspire one come out on halloween and who knows that might end up being the game of the month yeah even after we do this uh, but this this last one is confirmed for a halloween release it's a game that i demoed not long ago journey for elysium uh it's a surreal adventure puzzler set play uh set uh in the afterlife so basically you you find yourself in the afterlife uh trying to traverse the underworld to make it to paradise make it to elysium and uh, i only got to play through the uh intro to this game but i'm intrigued the uh the the landscapes were majestic uh the atmosphere was surreal and uh, i want to know what's behind the god's gate it never let us see what's behind the god's gate so uh looking forward to checking this one out as well yeah i'm wondering if it's a walking simulator but it doesn't look appear to be you know i don't want to rant again about that but <laughs> uh i think there's some light puzzle puzzle working in this one it's not like full-on walking simulator there, there are puzzles here okay cool all right uh so <laughs> the million dollar question roots october 2019 in your opinion what is the game of the month uh my opinion uh we had a great game in borderlands 2 um 
not the one, but it was amazing. And it's too early to tell for GTA five, um, how, what effect it's going to have. And we, we discussed earlier how Asgard's wrath, um, this is my opinion anyway, um, Asgard's wrath is already overnight changed our opinion of what a triple a game is and what is in vr and what to expect in vr and um and it's got everything everything you would want from a game is it perfect no is any game perfect no but um but i think this is definitely at this point game of the month yeah i think i have to concur here i have to uh say that as of right now this asgard draft is the game of the month but as I was explaining earlier when we were talking about the Quest games, it might not end up being the game of the year. Uh, GTA 5 might be, or uh, Borderlands 2 VR might be. I just need more time in these other games. Uh, but as for right now, as for what I've played, as for the impact that it's made on the community as a whole thus far, uh, Asgard's Wrath is the game of pretty much the year i mean the game of all time i mean it's it's the new measuring stick for vr so um a lot can happen between now and the end of december uh, loads of new great games coming out some of them trip away from bigger developers than this so uh, a lot a lot left to be said here but uh i think the books are pretty much closed on october and uh, i think asgard's wrath uh, pretty much just like everyone else said from the very beginning, ran, uh, ran this away is with the it, one. Right? Yeah, they ran yeah. away with it. It's got everything. So, yeah. All right. So let's wrap up our show uh, by taking a quick look ahead to November. Again, just a small fraction of the games we got coming in November. The ones that jumped off the page to me. Um, Roots, I'm going to let you do the honors with this first one here. What do we have looking forward to? uh well we talked about it. it was rumored and uh it is official will be coming out uh on um i don't even know what day it comes out this next month um but uh, it's my baby and uh playstation vr people are now going to get to experience what roots has been raving about for months my game of the year um maybe uh but definitely one of my favorites at this point and uh it's uh Autica. Yeah, November 5th, PSVR people. You should be happy about this. It's better than it looks. This game is just fun to play. But funner than Beat Saber, in my opinion. Funner than Beat Saber and Roots' opinion. And a lot of people, uh, a lot of people's opinions. It's going to split that Beat Saber community. Some people are going to defect. And uh, who knows, maybe... One of our other games we're getting ready to mention might monkey wrench that whole thing too, but uh, Autica is an outstanding game and uh, a no-brainer for the PSVR. It actually probably should have uh, released on PSVR first, if we're being honest, and then came to PC later, but uh, it's going to end up on, on all platforms, and I think that that's a, a good thing. Yeah. All right, uh, the next game I want to point out is coming just a couple of days later on November 7th, Abode 2. A really cool-looking period piece from the early part of the 19th century, or 20th century, rather, my bad. Uh, an escape-the-room mystery 
you know, crime mysteries uh, style game. Very high production uh, values. Uh, hand tracking for supported devices. That uh, just looks like a, a quality, quality title to me. Yeah. Uh, read off the next one to us there, Roots. What do we got next? Uh, the next one is going to possibly rival Attica, and uh, it's Pistol Whip. And this thing looks amazing, and uh, I'm excited to try it. I, I am too. I think that this game still, even though the hype has grown for it, I still think people are underestimating how fun this game is going to be. Now, I think um, when they initially described this as a rhythm shooter, I think they're being a little bit generous with the term rhythm after watching the gameplay. I don't think that the the rhythm is going to have a whole lot to do with it, honestly. It just looks like a fun rail shooter with, with good music and a cool aesthetic. And uh, I think that it's going to be a lot of fun. It looks it comes from a talented team at Cloudhead, and uh, I, I think that this is going to be one of the best games of the year. Yeah, I'm torn. I don't know if I should wear a suit when i play it i think i if i if i want to be all business i think i need to be wearing a suit i don't know well i'm going to give you the same uh advice you gave driven by and uh tell you that you should wear a suit wear your birthday suit son <laughs> yeah hey I, I definitely won't be recording it then for sure <laughs> all right um all right next we have doctor who the Edge of Time. This was a game that was supposed to come out in September. Comes out on November 12th. A game I had zero interest in initially, but based upon the footage, it looks really cool, and I'm looking forward to checking out, see what it has to offer. Yeah, me too. All right. Uh, next. Oh, this is a good one here. Uh, this is a game that has been coming to VR since VR was a thing. And... I'll believe it when I see it, but it's on here. We've got the date for it. I'm going to read it off. Gollum. Gollum is set to come out in a little less than two weeks, folks. It's getting a physical re release on November the 8th, the digital version coming out on November the 12th. Roots, looking at the landscape of PSVR over the second half of this year, I'm really, really hopeful that Gollum turns out to be what it should be considering all the time that they've taken out on it. Uh, PSVR needs uh, an awesome exclusive right now. And uh, really, I think Gollum's the last hope. Yeah, it better be a good story. Um, that's all I got to say if it's going to be good. I'll tell you what, though. There is good news. Um, the fact that they released a date for a physical release uh, pretty much means it's coming out, you know? You know, they can push back a lot of things, and they could push back that date, but typically they don't. Not like a, It's so easy to push back a digital date. All they do is just, you know, it's all you're saying is it's coming out, you know? So there's a lot yeah, well, more I, I believe it's coming out. And, you know, I quit reporting on this game for a long time because I just didn't buy it anymore when they said anything. But my attitude changed when Perp Games became associated with it. When we found out that Perp Games was publishing it and uh, Perp Games said, hey guys, it's coming out and it's coming out at this time, I respect those guys. I, I, I trust their their word. And if they say it's coming on November 8th, then that means that game is done. 
and it's ready to come out. So uh, that's why I started talking about it again. That's why it's on my list. And uh, I really am hopeful. Uh, these developers, these are guys from Bungie. They're all from Bungie. People who worked on Halo, people who worked on Destiny. These guys have pedigree. Uh, and it could be that the reason why it took so long to develop this game is because these guys have high standards. And if that's the case, we could all be in for a treat in just a couple of weeks. Right. We weren't, we weren't bitching about how long Asgard's wrath was taken because we didn't know it existed. Right. Like this right. one we knew. So everybody was impatient and let's, you even thought it was not even going to come out. Like at some point you've, everybody thought, oh, this game's not even coming. So. Uh, dude, it's been like almost what, four years now. I mean, good. Yeah. <laughs> I better late than never, I guess, huh? That's right. All right. Uh, what's next, Roos? What's the next uh, title for? Uh, next title is uh, Curious Tale of Stolen Pets, and uh, actually, it looks really intriguing, right? Yeah, this game looks charming, and it, it it's coming from a uh, a very very talented developer in fast travel games. The people who brought us Apex Construct. It looks like it has that ghost giant type of charm but the world looks way more interactive there are things like uh uh obviously you're looking for your missing pets here but you'll come into this world say that there's a, a ice covered world that you're exploring you can look around grab your hair dryer blow it off with the blow dryer and melt the ice and find some stuff the whole world is interactive in this sorts of ways you have to get creative uh, you have to think outside the box sometimes to find these things. And it's it goes back to what we were talking about at the very top of the show, about the power of VR giving the developers the ability to think outside the box, to do something different, and give us games that you wouldn't see in flat. And this is just another example of that, in my opinion. Just uh, another completely unique uh, style of gameplay and uh, I'm looking forward to giving it a try. Yeah, me too. All right, Roots, did we forget anything that's that's coming out? Yeah, uh, there's nothing. Anything else that's coming out nothing in November? Nothing else good coming out. Okay. <laughs> well, with that said, folks, it's going to wrap up another Monday show. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Yeah, I think we missed some good ones, right? Well, yeah. we missed one. There was one more really good confirmed game for November. Roots... What was it called again? Remind me. Uh, I think it was uh, Stormland. I think it's the next Asgard's Wrath. It might even be Asgard's Wrath is trying to be like Stormland. You know, initially when Asgard's Wrath came out and I, the hype came out and I was I was all slicing and enjoying it and had Sharky and I was fist bumping and doing everything. I thought, man, Stormland is fucked, you know? And then I got over the hype of how good Asgard's Wrath is, and I thought, I want to shoot some shit, you know? And it got me thinking, wow, like, I've got this AAA shooter coming out, and it's co-op, and I'm going to get to play with Wes, and um, I, I got all hyped up again, and I forgot how good this game is, and, uh, or, you know, what people are saying. So I think we're in, in for, uh, probably this will be the, in my guess, my estimation will probably be November's game of the month, but we'll see but we'll see yeah uh, legit 
triple a developer here folks no doubt about it insomniac games uh some of the best game developers in the world and you know earlier when we said that asgard's wrath checks all the boxes that was kind of a lie they don't check every box because they don't check that multiplayer co-op box like this game does uh this game is touted as having uh, a large world full of many diverse areas and here over the last week they've been teasing that there may be weekly content and mission updates to this game so as big and beautiful as it is it's going to continuously expand at least for the early part of its life yeah that looks good all right uh, so th those are the games that we have been uh, announced for november games that we we know are coming now as you all know you know how it works with vr uh just because a game hasn't been announced don't mean that it's uh not coming things pop up all the time that are just surprise releases you have no idea it's coming and then bam it's out so i'm sure november is going to be no different it happens every month there are a couple other games that we know are coming that might show up in november i think is actually pretty likely that we're going to see Aspire 1 in November. If we don't see it uh, in October, you know, it was rumored a few weeks ago uh, on a, on some uh, storefront that this game was going to be releasing on Halloween. And uh, it was never denied. Uh, it was never commented on at all. We haven't heard any cooperation of this. But, uh, you know, Halloween just three days away. And if it doesn't come on Halloween... I really can't see this dragging on into December. Do, can you roots? No, nah, it's been, I mean, it's been imminent like for months, you know? So yeah, they said that this game was ready in August Yeah, you know, and we're at the end of October. So, uh, I got to think that either the quest or the PSVR version had some kind of a flaw that needed addressed. They needed more time because they want to launch simultaneously across all platforms uh i can't imagine that taking until december i gotta think about black friday aspire one's going to want to come out and it seems to me that they would want to beat stormland to the market uh so very likely we could see aspire one this uh this month and also you know since the walking dead saints and sinners got announced the Walking Dead onslaughts kind of fell off the radar. People aren't talking about this game anymore. But this is an awesome-looking arcade-style zombie game coming from the premier developer in VR, Servios. And uh, this game is scheduled for fall 2019 routes. And, uh, we're running you know, out of fall. We're running out of fall. I think yeah. you just nailed it. Yeah, very likely that we're going to see this in November, right? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, it's... Uh... It's got to be that just even this one and the last one, uh, Spire, it said 2019 on that trailer. So they're both, you know, their their time's running out. And if they're going to try to meet their deadline, um, I'd say November would be a very uh, safe time. For, you know, I forgot about this. I was watching the gameplay of Onslaught and I was like, damn, this is good. Like, you know, they grab that guy's head and stab it yeah. in there. And, you know, so, I mean, I think we're, you know, this is, it's going to be good. There it is right there is a money shot. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. This is a different game than saints and sinners. They're going to be both be great 
for different reasons. They're different games. This is an action game. That's an adventure game. This is this is uh this is just pure violence, pure fun. Where the other one is a, a story based thing that's going to draw you in for for days upon weeks upon months. Uh, both great. I'm really looking forward to both of them. We're getting this one first. I'd almost uh, bet my right leg on it. Yeah. Uh, we're probably going to get it this month. All right. So we said it like at the top of the uh, at the top of the episode that. Uh, you know, every month it seems like we're saying the same thing, that this might have been the best month for VR games. And we had Grand Theft Auto V. We, we had Asgard's Wrath. We had Borderlands 2 VR. How could it possibly get better than that next month? Well, let's say we have Pistol Whip. Let's say Gollum turns out to be epic. Let's say we get Stormland, Aspire 1, and the, the, the Walking Dead Onslaught. Let's say all that comes out in November. It might be a better month than October, Roots, right? Yeah, it's definitely, if anything, if it's not a better month than October, it will definitely be a good time to get into VR because now is the time. Got all these games flooding in. I got in early 2018, and I was just on the edge of, of those short experiences, you know, and things were just starting to come out. Now it's daily, it seems like. You know, these guys are spoiled. I'm almost starting to get yeah. resentment against these newbies. Yeah. yeah, well, now's the time to be one. Uh, all these games coming out, we've got holiday sales coming up in just a few weeks. We're more than likely going to see $50 at least knocked off of the Oculus headsets. Not to mention the fact that Oculus Link's going to launch this month. So those people who are in Quest and are ready to move up to the next level of VR, maybe those people want a gaming PC for Christmas, you know? Yeah, they got, Who knows? got the Steam sale coming up. And they, I'm sure there's also, um, I guarantee there'll be a sale then. You know, when the the link comes out, Steam has to. Maybe they'll time a sale for that as well, you know? Yeah, and time's running out for all these other games too. We still have the Steam game that's supposed to come out this year. And I was looking down the, the Steam coming, you know, upcoming releases before I did this, uh, you know, wrote this show out. And there's so many games that we forgot about that are supposed to be released in 2019 that it's ridiculous. And then there's other games that uh, that are great that we don't know when they're coming, like Sniper Elite VR and Undead Citadel. There's just there's so many good games still coming that are not on this list. Uh, man, what a time to be a VR gamer. Yeah, what a time to write a show for the for the podcast. So just writes itself there's so much news right so many games coming out it's awesome yeah, yeah it's it's nuts it's nuts all right so i guess that's going to wrap us up here for monday show 11 what are you looking forward to most in november and what is your game of the month that was a tough one i mean it in a way it wasn't but uh like we said the game of the month for for october might not end up being the game of the year so let us know what you think in the comments down below. And if you've liked this video, be sure to click that thumbs up. And if you're new to the channel, don't forget to subscribe and click the notification bell if you want to stay up with all of our content here on the Virtual Strangers channel. That said, folks, I'd like to thank you for watching and for Roots. I'm Wes. Thanks again. We will see you tomorrow, friends. Bye-bye. Take it easy.